0: Good night and welcome to Off The Woodworks, I'm Kevin Lagame, and it is the Champions. Okay, it's not the right theme, but the UEFA Champions League starts today too, so it fits. Anyways, CONCACAF Champions League, Group 5 action, tonight, 10pm on TVA Sportsnet 1, Sportsnet World, live from Buckshaw Stadium in Santa Clara, California, USA, the Montreal Impact are facing the San Jose Earthquakes. It's going to be a very tough game for the Impact on the road, so we will be talking about that today with Raphael Laroxir from SoccerPlus.ca about what does Montreal need to do to get a result or goals or points in Buckshaw. And yes, Bernier, Nesta... DeVaio, Ferrari, Camara, Brovsky, they all traveled. We all know Bernardello didn't travel because he's injured. So that's going to be interesting tonight. But today as well, like we're talking about, the Champions League starts today as well. There's First of all, there's a CONCACAF, a couple games in the CONCACAF Champions League, and there is a couple games in the UEFA Champions League. The group stage starts today, Tuesday, September 17th gonna be a great day of football of Champions League. Let's just start off by talking about the games which start off in a couple hours. The Champions League. We got Manchester United versus Bayer Leverkusen. Okay, before I talk about the Champions League, I will talk about Arturo. Okay, fine, fine. Montreal Impact lost last Saturday at Satsaputo 2-1. It all started off perfectly first half, Montreal was playing decently, keeping control of the ball, having nice possession, nice passes, nice good things going on. Then obviously, the thing we expected the most, devio scored. But with his head, he scored a header. And we all know that devio is not known for his prowess with his head. He's known to score with his feet. Well, Saturday is covered So now it's 18 goals for Mr. Marco Devaio on top of the league table of the Golden Boot Race. And second half, Dominic Arduro. The beast of burden. Like Rafael is going to say a little later on on this show, that boy would really look good in blue. If you can't beat him, make him join you. That's the saying, right? So yes, Montreal Impact lost 2-1 in a crucial game in the East. It was our opportunity for Montreal to actually take Columbus out of the playoff race. It did not happen. Columbus is back in the race for the playoffs. And Montreal star- starts their five games in 15 days. Or a sixth game in 21, if you want to add. Stretch with a loss at home. It's been a while. We haven't lost the it. it wasn't that long. But damn, Columbus... Oh, it's the only team for some reason Montreal cannot beat. And Dominic Arduro, either when he was with Chicago, the first game at the Big O last year, if you remember correctly. It was a perfect scenario. Captain scores the first goal in the history of MLS. On the second match of the team, at home, it was March 17, 2012. I'll remember it, always remember it. And then, obviously, Dominic Arduro ties it up at the 81st minute. Pfft, Dominic Arduro. Ever since that day I think when he plays against Montreal, he's really excited about it. And he scores every game. Earlier this year, last year. Damn, it's always nice goals. His little flick. Ah just continues running while the ball, the ball the ball the ball? While the ball just keeps bouncing on and in the net. Damn Audero. Oh, oh Audero. The only way I'm gonna make I'm gonna like you if it's you wear a Montreal jersey, and that way you won't be able to score on us again. Damn, when we try to double team Iguain, Audero comes in. If we try to double team Audero, damn, Iguain comes in. And you know what? Chad Marshall, king of air. Damn, he controls and dominates every single duel he's on. Jumping, he was the actual Castrol Index on MLSSoccer.com leader because of that game. Ah, oh, it's just disappointing, especially when we, we when the Montreal st- Montreal Impact started the game, the way they did with a nice Devio goal, eighteen goal, it's pretty good. With the two goals he scored in the Amway Canadian Championship, if you're uh, if you're regular listeners to Off the Works, you know I I call it the Voyagers Cup because it's a cup. So with the two goals he scored in the Voyagers Cup and the eighteen in the MLS. He's on to 20. Hopefully he'll score a couple more against San Jose tonight. Hopefully. Anyways, back to the Champions League action this afternoon in the UEFA, the UEFA Champions League. The Champions. Manchester United, Bayern de Varcussen, Real Sociedad facing Shakhtar Donetsk. A Cinderella team from last year. Shakhtar Donetsk who made it out of the group. Great team last year. They lost all their weapons, though. All their great players are gone, signed by bigger and better teams. We'll see what they can do against... Not a Spanish giant, but they finished top fourth last year, which is not bad when you know you have Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid, and Barcelona. Not bad at all. You got Galatasaray. Galatasaray and Mr. Didier Drogba facing Real Madrid great game it's an actual rematch of last year they faced each other in the knockout stage where Madrid knocked out Galatasaray this year they're in the same group it's gonna be a great game live from Turkey then you get sorry for the pronunciation of that team it's very hard Copenhagen Copenhagen so we got Copenhagen you know those O's with a bar in it yeah you know that's a Nordic country when you see that Copenhagen Facing Juventus today, too. Benfica from Lisbon, Portugal. Benfica. Base, facing Anderlecht, a Belgian club. Benfica should be the favorite. Still should be interesting. Olympiacos, which... Nothing's going on great in Greece. If you uh, if you follow uh, gold.com or just on Twitter, probably you've seen that as well. Some supporters create a riot again in Olympiakos practice this week. It's going to be very interesting to see what PSG, because Olympiakos are facing PSG, are going to do in Greece. PSG should dominate that game, but you never know what kind of game it could be because of outside football-related actions. Then you get Bayern Munich facing CSK CSK Moscow. So Bayern and Moscow in Munich. Bayern, um, uh, hopefully, trying to spark their season with a great debut win in the Champions League. Dortmund is dominating the Bundesliga with five wins in five games right now. It's very interesting. Speaking about leagues, uh, just for a second, just we're talking about the Bundesliga. Next show, I will have Stephen Estep, the, our, our correspondent from the Dynamo, who is an avid follower of the Liga MX from Mexico. He will be on the show this week, so on the Friday show on Red Nation Online. He will be with part of this show to talk about the League MX, which are the bigger teams, the better teams, with the CONCACAF Champions League finishing soon in the group stage and preparing the off season, so we can follow the League MX. So Stephanie Stapp is going to explain to us how it works. Who are the better teams? Who are the bigger teams? Who are the teams that are disappointing? And who are the teams that has players that we might know? So Stephen Eastab will be on the next show. Then we have Wednesday, still in Champions League, the UEFA Champions League, the champions. We have Schalke 04, the new club of Kevin Prince Botang, who uh, left Milan, allegedly due to a racist issue, racism issues, are playing against Stua Bucaresti, the team from Romania. That played Chelsea last year in the Europa League. They're in the same group as Chelsea this year again, but in the Champions League. And they're facing Schalke to start the the group stage. In Group E, second game in Group E, Chelsea. My Blues are facing FC Basel. Another rematch from last year's Europa League action. This year in the Champions League, in the group stage. Chelsea at Stamford Bridge tomorrow afternoon, 245 345 against Basel. FC Basel. Team from Switzerland. Team that was coached once by a certain Marco Schallibum couple years ago. Group F action on Wednesday. Marseille. Olympique Marseille. Le Marseillais. Le Marseillais. Le Marseillais. Against the Gunners. So Le Marseillais. Against the winger Gunners. Arsenal. Who are... Almost top of the league. Great beginning of the season. Against all haters and doubters, Arsene Wangers and his signers. Signers? Yes, it rhymes. Doesn't exist. Doesn't matter. Arsene Wenger, with his late transfers of Mesut Ozil, and just Ozil sparked off. He just looks at everyone. And everyone's scared. And people play out of their mind for him. That's a great game. going to be Arsenal on the road at the Velodrome in Marseille. Come on, Marseille. And the other gaming group app action, we got Napoli, the new team of Rafael Benitez with Peperena. Edson Cavani left, though. A couple great signings, though, by Napoli, which would be another top 14 next year in the Serie A. are facing the darling of the football world hipster team central in the world of football right now if you have a scarf and wear big plastic glasses for sure you know who i'm talking about it is borussia dortmund on the road in naples in napoli a naple to face the blue napoli boys of benitez look for dortmund to put a stamp in that group even though they're in the group of death With Marseille and Arsenal, they should be able to win that group, especially with a dominant victory on the road. You can look for that on Wednesday. Last couple games Wednesday for the first round of the group stage, Austria-Vienne. Austria-Vienne versus FC Porto. FC Porto used to be a very good team in that Champions League back when Jose Mourinho, Jose the special one, or the happy one, depending on the case, was their coach. And the other game in Group G got Atletico Madrid for once, back in the Champions League after a couple of wins in the Europa League. Not last year, but two years ago and three years ago they won the, Atle- they won the Europa League. And finally, 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 they're back in the Champions against FC Zenit. The team of Hulk, in Saint Petersburg, Russia. Here, uh, I never told you that story, but I'm gonna tell you a story about Zenit and FC Saint Petersburg, and how the world we live in—a very small world. Last January, I went on vacation to uh, Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic, uh, just to relax for a week by myself, just to relax. So I brought football. ah, Basically, my whole wardrobe is jerseys, so I brought jerseys, ultra shirt, stuff like that, you know, to to make me feel at home on vacation on the beach. I brought a ball, there was like a a football field, so I went to play. And obviously, at the bar from everybody I met over there, I used to just talk soccer and football all the time. Back then, Fox Soccer channel existed, so that's where, as soon as the bartender used to see me, he used to start the TV. So one night, I'm just walking, watching football, like a rerun of the Champions League of, like, 10 years ago on Fox Soccer. So I'm just watching that, and the guy next to me started talking to me, and he's from Rocha. Uh, his name, it was, uh, what was it? Anyways, I can't remember his name. But he was talking, and he had a FC Zenit shirt, so, like a polo, Adidas polo. So we started talking about his team. He's like, yes, I'm an Ultra. So I'm like, really nice, from Zenit. So we started talking. We hang out for a couple of days after that, and he gave me stickers. So right now, as I'm talking to you, I have in my living room stickers from the Zenit Saint Petersburg ultras. You know those, and we started talk about it. back then. It was talking about the 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 racism letter that the club, when ultras just got transferred last winter to to Saint Petersburg. Some of the ultras, which not even the ultras, was a that's what he explained to me. Which a small group of uh, almost skinheads of supporters that wrote that letter saying that they wanted the club to be uh, only white people from Russia, only people from Russia to be that team. And that's just like, not even, he told me, it was like not even a group of 50 people that wrote that letter. It had nothing to do with the rest of the ultras, but the one they actually are, the real supporters are not racist at all. They actually embrace the, the Hulk and all those international players playing for their club. So it's really interesting and really small world that even in vacation in Dominican Republic you can meet people from clubs all over the world and that's the beauty of that sport, of this sport, of the beautiful game. You get to meet people from all over the world to talk about a sport you all love and you all have something in common and you can, even if you don't like the same teams, if you like teams that are big rivals, you can talk about it, have fun, make jokes. Always tongue-in-cheek. It's amazing. So anyways, back to the Champions League Atletico facing Zenit. Milan. AC Milan with Kaka injured. El Sharawi on the fringe of the first team. Mario Balotelli. He got Mario Balotelli. Or they're playing in San Siro, in Milan, against Celtic. Celtic against Samaras, which he is injured, unfortunately won't play that game. But Celtic, can they do what they did last year and come out of the group? This year it's going to be even harder, because in there, there's two groups of F this year. There's the group F, and in my opinion, the group H is even worse depending on how Milan and Ajax are going to fare. But you got Milan against Celtic, and then you got Barcelona against Ajax, the Amsterdam giant, former glory of the Eredivisie. That's the name of the league in the Netherlands. I know. It's not worse than the one in Switzerland. The nice That's the name of the league. Anyways, Barcelona against Ajax. Look for Barcelona with Lionel Messi. And Neymar. Neymar. Well, Neymar scores his first goal in the Champions League. That's going to be interesting to see. So those are the game in round one. Day one and two. Match day one of the Champions League. All right. Before we go talk to Rafael Larroxier about the CONCACAF Champions League tonight, San Jose, Buckshaw, 10 p.m. TV Sport. We are uh-huh. going to dance over the other game in the CONCACAF Champions League. No game, no other game in Group 5, because it's a three-team group, so there's no way there's two team two games that can happen at once. But anyways, a team that, team that Montreal played against in 08 when we were in the CONCACAF. We got Real Estadi on the road in Kansas City to face the Sporting. Good luck, Real. It's going to be tough for you, my friend, Real. It's going to get real for you. Yeah, you see what I did there. Sporting San Miguelito against America at Azteca. And Club America, except like Mexico, they are actually getting results at Azteca. Unlike their national team. Which, if you don't know, dos a cero, dos a cero, the U.S. are through, unfortunately. You're either a happy or sad Depends. A long time ago, I decided that I'm neutral in those kind of things, but still fun to. St- I just want the world to know. I got ConcaCAF ain't easy, alright? So ConcaCAF ain't easy. And that proves it. And then you got tonight, the game that we all like, we all want to see. Sorry for all my friends in San Jose. The Earthquakes against the Impact. Then Wednesday, September 18th, three other games. Caledonia against Toluca. We have Herediano versus Valencia from Haiti. Then we get another game. Every year we get that game. Every single year we get LA Galaxy versus Isidro Metapan. I feel like I'm repeating myself all the time. Isidro Metapan against Galaxy. Always. Then we get WFC. W Comunicacion FC versus Arabia Unido on Thursday. And my favorite team, Luis Angel Pirpo. And no, it's not a player. It's a team facing City Victoria. So those are the game for this week. Before next week, which are the last games. There's only three games left with tonight in the group stage of the CONCACAF. Right now, as it stands, in Group 5, we have Sede Heredia, 6 points, 2 goals scored, none, accorded. Montreal Impact second with a 1-1 one, one, with a 3 point, 1 goal scored, 1 goal against. Then we have San Jose Earthquake, 3rd, 0 points, 0 goals for, 2 goals against. You can tell that Montreal needs a victory. Or whatever. He needs something on the road. And that we're going to talk about with Raphael Laroixir right after this small break. the the champions. I'm sorry. Welcome back to Off the Woodworks. It's a great pleasure to we'll welcome back a usual guest, a regular guest on the show, Mr. Raphael Laroxy from Soccer Plus. Hello, Raphael.
1: Hi, Kevin. Well, it's been a while, I have to say. I was starting to feel a bit like uh, Andrew Wenger for <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, you were more like Paponi. Okay. You were on the sideline, but never really forgotten.
1: Yeah, okay, perfect.
0: <laughs> so how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, you.
0: Yeah? I'm pretty good. Uh, better than the Impact was on Saturday. All right, so let's just start with that. The impact two-one loss at Stade Saputo on Saturday. Dominic Aduro, do you think the Columbus are our black sheep? Are the well, team def- we're never going to win against?
1: Yeah, well, definitely, that's what it is. You know, like our stats against them prove it. And like you said, you mentioned Dominic Aduro. I think he scored in every game against us this year. If Even I'm last right here, so, he scored so, against. So well, this guy loves to score against the impact and i i'm gonna i'm gonna have a, a little confidence for you kevin i would love to see this guy in blue <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know about you but i would love to see this guy in blue But well, whatever yeah. <laughs> that's something else but yeah no uh, this game saturday uh, sunday right i don't know what, yeah, it was sunday, yeah. what was happening honestly uh after the first half everything went well we lead 1-0 and it's second half, man. everything the whole the whole rhythm of the game changed completely around like the 60th minute, yeah. and after that, I don't know. There was no the, the team wasn't there anymore. I, I don't know what happened. I, no, I can't. I really can't explain it. It's really it shocked me.
0: It looked like uh, Iguain was always drawing someone, like a second defender on him, yeah. and it always liberates Arduro. and Arduro needs that. St- only that one second against Montreal, for yeah. some reason, against Montreal, he's always on form. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But with guys like Iguain and Oduro, and there's Arieta also, you have to uh-huh. be careful. You cannot give all the attention to one guy like Higuain. He's good, but you need to make sure your defense stays in position. And Oduro is so quick. You cannot give him a chance to get the ball and, and do whatever he does best, you know? He's, he's really quick, so I don't know. Did they, they just let them go after, like, at the hour mark and uh, they, they, they never were able to come back after?
0: No, and just a little trivia question for all the listeners as well. Dominic Adaro is the one who scored at the big goal in the first game in the history of the Montreal Impact in Montreal. Oh, yeah, I remember. In the MLS. He, d- he broke the heart of everybody who was there for the first game.
1: We were we were all thinking about that fairy tale, you know? Like, David, like the, the impact scores, the first goal in MLS. Like, you win a game at home, blah, blah, blah. And then Dominico duro scores with Chicago. But, Come on. <laughs> yep, yeah,
0: that's why. I think ever since that moment, he's like, when I play against Montreal, I'm to try. This
1: guy loves it, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like you say, it would be good to see him what? in the blue uniform yeah, right? in Montreal.
1: Because we know already... With the the, like he's going to leave at one point. If it's not next year, it's going to be the year after. And I don't know, a guy like Oduro, man, I, I, he, has, he has what it takes to, to, to be successful in MLS. I, I love him. I really wish he would be in blue. But the impact never trades in between uh, MLS to reinforce their team, but that's another story.
0: <laughs> that, that would be too easy. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, You know those players. It's just You don't have the, <laughs> yeah. the credit of bringing somebody <laughs> from the outside. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Big game Tuesday night in the CONCACAF Champions League, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on TV Sport. You yep. get the Montreal Impact traveling to San Jose to face the earthquakes. Mm-hmm. And the herd we got today is that basically everybody that mattered traveled. The Valle, Nesta, Map, uh, Bernier.
1: Yeah, and let's be clear, they didn't make them travel to start on the bench, right? Well, maybe Divayo, it, but it the rest not. Or even, I would say even Divayo, you Divayo will want to be there and score and if, even if it's a CONCACAF Champions League, I'm pretty sure he wants to be part of it also a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll we'll see a starting 11 that will look a lot like the one we saw on this weekend. Anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully we'll get Divayo cuz well, I think we will. Yeah, the
0: Vio scores what?
1: Well, he, will he score on a away? you know? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> that, that's very true. The other question.
0: That's... Exactly. Because basically, this year, De is for Montreal what Van Persie was for Manchester United last year.
1: Mm-hmm. Every
0: single goal of importance is De And if you take the yeah. out of the team, the team would not even make the playoffs or win a trophy.
1: Well, if there's one game, this game, honestly, the impact has to. I, I know it's a way, but let's forget about this. And the impact has to win this game, oh, yeah. not not tie it. They have to win this game. Unfortunately, because of the the, the really bad performance they did in Guatemala, mm-hmm. they, don't ha- they don't they don't they don't have completely their um, their destiny in their hands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they don't control everything. But if they win this game, that will help. Yeah. So so they They, they have to. Put, go out there, put a good showing. They can do it. I mean, San Jose, uh, San Jose. There's two things. They are, yes, they have a bad season, so the impact could could probably be able to put some goals there. But San Jose still has the same players of San Jose of 2012. Exactly. So what are they gonna do? It's really hard to predict because there's Wondolowski, Leonard, Bernardes, uh, Alan Gordon. They're all there. Daca. They're all there, and they, they have nothing to lose at this exactly. So Especially that be out
0: this Saturday, Leonard and Baca did not play; they were suspended. So mm-hmm. they're really refreshed and informed uh, Tuesday night.
1: Yeah, and as much as I hate uh, Stephen Leonard, <laughs> it's a guy that can be. Can do a lot of good things for San Jose right now and this is the best moment to show it for him he's gonna be at home mm-hmm. they're, they're, and even Chris Wondolowski you know like this guy has to find his touch yeah. again and that's the best best moment for him find his touch again go and you know do a good performance in CCL and then come back in the season and start playing like he played in two thousand. Yeah, it's gonna be
0: interesting too, to see who's the referee what kind of referee do we have We have a CONCACAF referee what? an MLS referee
1: whatever is the same <laughs> Are you? Are you joking? Yeah, we saw that.
0: Even uh, MLS referees like Stoica or Petrescu. <laughs> yeah,
1: whatever. Honestly, the referee, like, we know it's going to be bad refereeing, but it's probably going to be bad refereeing for everyone, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> At this point, there's nothing to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so referee, honestly, I, I don't want to think about. Yeah. That.
0: <laughs> so let's uh, play a little game here. Let's imagine that Montreal goes there and gets a result, a point or a victory, couple goals. Do you think San Jose yep. is going to try to play hard against Heredia when they play in San Jose?
1: So... No. Honestly, no. Uh but I don't know actually cuz San Jose there's it's still nice for them to be in in there in CCL and since their their last game is going to be at mm-hmm. home, right? Since their last game is going to be at home, they they can't just like go out there and play really bad in front of their own fans. If their last game was in Heredia uh, in uh, Guatemala mm-hmm. and like they they could have like you know, pull the plug, kind yeah, of, send and you just out there, put, like, a, a B or C team, whatever, and, and you know, lose, because they don't care, but in front of their own fans, no, I don't think they will, they will definitely put a, uh, uh, I don't know, a good uh, team out there, like a A team or a B plus yeah. team, they will try to win it, will they, I don't know, Eerie, uh, yeah, come on, it's not the best team, no, that's... and
0: you know what, <laughs> we only have seen them at
1: home, <laughs> I mean, we saw them. We played so bad when we were in Guatemala, oh, yeah. but we should we should have won even if we're, with our B team if we, we would have played well. So I, I don't I don't. Oh, think... we should
0: have won that game. Blake Smith should have buried oh, that yeah.
1: goal. <laughs> I don't honestly. I they, they just played really bad, but they, they Aradia won, so it's okay. <laughs> but now they're in position, like they're in strength position. They're first. They have six points to victory, mm-hmm. and you know anything can happen at this yeah, point. Yeah, but
0: I'm. I still don't believe Iredia is going to do well on the road, and hoping mm-hmm. it's going to be a night like it is tonight—a chilly night at Saputo next Wednesday when we face yep. Iredia, oh, yeah. So they're really out of their comfort zone.
1: Well, I, I'm pretty sure it will be. I'm not like a, I don't know. I don't I don't predict the <laughs> meteor or whatever. But it's getting cold those days. Wow, that was fast. <laughs> those days it's really cold. So uh, no, honestly, I think whatever the temperature is, uh, the impact could kill Iredia at home yeah. if they have their best team. They can kill them like three four zero, but they they have to find back like the the, the, the they have to play well like they did in the, in the season, you know. Yeah, but uh, lately I don't
0: know. Well, maybe you you'll know the reason. Um, it seems the impact always struggling between trying to play the counter attack lately or trying to dominate the possession. We mm-hmm. saw in the game against Philly, the not the, not the Philly, the four two, sorry. Uh, we saw the 83% against New England, the possession was um, 89% passes with 60% possession. We rarely yeah. never see that for the impact.
1: But yeah, but we have to take in consideration there that there was a red card too. True. I think that helps the possession stats and the uh, passing stats. Like someone came with a stat, I don't know, it was like over 90% of completion of pass at one point in the game. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's good, but when there's one player less for the other team, like, it's easier to complete your pass, isn't that's it? That's true. It's just, just, just logic. I, I don't think that, that shows a point where the Impact is starting to play possession more than uh, Counter Attack. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I don't think that, that that's really valid. I think the Impact still will play Counter Attack like they did. Uh, in ConcaCAF, though, with Heredia, maybe. Maybe it's not the way to play, though. Yeah, because you with, get burned. You know, San Jose, with San Jose, though, I think, yeah, they, yeah. they should play the same uh, This uh, well, tomorrow. Yeah. Well,
0: we'll see. It's going to be interesting, too, with Iredia at home to see what mm-hmm. Iredia does. Because if I'm Iredia, I'm going to try to park the bus, uh, 11 players behind the ball, and not even trying to attack.
1: Yeah, but an, a team that does that and that does that for the first time in, his, in its life, yeah, it never works. True. Like a team, I don't know. Like a team, like uh, like Chelsea when they did that in Champions League two years ago, mm-hmm. it will work because they're a professional team that that knows how this thing works. And but but a team like Erediver that is not used to park the bus, like you said, yeah, that doesn't work normally. You need to practice these things. You cannot just like say, okay, today I, I decide we're gonna play defensively and we're gonna like That's true. let this game go to zero zero. But it won't work. But, I don't know, it needs a lot of practice, I think, to be able to park the bus really that well. You
0: need the confidence in your players, and as a player by yourself, to withheld that pressure. To be able to resist that pressure once you get the possession. Yeah, You're right, well, hopefully Montreal will just play counter-attack against San Jose. If you, you play too defensively either, you'll get burned.
1: Yeah exactly cuz y- you need you need at least to score goals you need to go get there you know y- you need to get a win or a tie at the limit but you need to get something out of this game you cannot just go out there get yourself killed like 2-0 <laughs> come back home you put your best team now you have a game on Saturday and you have another game on Wednesday and on Saturday after that that will hurt you know like you need to win this game in San Jose cuz you're putting your best team out there so it's a sacrifice. There's there's one thing I would have said if we would have win in um, against Columbus mm-hmm. this weekend, I would have said we go out there this on on Tuesday tomorrow we win we put the best team and on Saturday coming we just put a plus team or something we just put some 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 fresh legs yeah. to relax the old legs and keep them for next uh, Tuesday the next, against Redia. Yeah. But now we lost against Columbus. See that that win against Columbus would have brought us to uh, forty-eight points. Yeah,
0: three points ahead. Really
1: close to playoffs. Now we're forty-five, and now it's still risky. Yes, you're right. So, so, so I think that changed everything in the plan.
0: But we still have two games in hand on yeah, New York. Mm-hmm. And on no,
1: yeah. it, no, it's still a I don't know, carte cache, like we say in French. Yeah. But but still, I think that that game on last Sunday hurts more than we think. Because it's a home game against a team that is not even in the the, the top seven or six, I think right now. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think they should have won this game, and it would have changed the whole plan for the rest of the two the the, the next coming two weeks, maybe I would say. Yeah,
0: Montreal had a shot to actually took the, take the wins out of mm-hmm. Columbus cells to actually almost eliminate them in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. And now Columbus has rejuvenated. With a mm-hmm. shot of maybe trying to re- yeah. reach like the Philly, Houston, and uh,
1: New England, New England status exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, do you have a prediction about uh, what's going, going to happen uh, Tuesday night in San Jose?
1: Well, Tuesday night, um, as much as I, I'd like us to win, uh, I think San Jose is going to put a good performance out there. I think there's going. To, it's. Got, I think it's going to be a great game. First. Okay. I think we can tie this game, though we can probably get a 2-2 action with a header from yep.
0: Camara on the corner in the 88th minute.
1: Yeah, you know that kind of <laughs> goes, <laughs> or like a bicycle kick from Philippe. Whatever. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what we have to be careful, though, it's you know like San Jose, we call them the Gooners and stuff like that. No injury, no red card. Yeah, let's let's be careful because we have a season that's not ended. That that that's still like. We still have, what, seven, eight games? We cannot afford to get more injured players or a red card, and then we can't play our full strength against Heredia on the next game. Mm-hmm. So we have to be careful in San Jose because they're a really physical team, and we don't want to lose players with cards or injuries.
0: Yep, and we have to tell but ourselves...
1: What's, what's for your prediction, I would say
0: 2-2. 2-2. And we have to remember ourselves, one goal on the road can be the difference in the group. Exactly. Just one so goal on the road can make you tie win.
1: in San Jose would be great. It would be really great. Yeah, well, I hope you're right. Like, <laughs> a 1-1 <one-one> time.
0: To- <laughs> like, obviously, a win would be the best, but... Yeah,
1: yeah. What's your prediction?
0: Um, I don't know. The fact that Lenhart and Baca haven't played in the weekend and are really mm-hmm. refreshed this yes. Tuesday, really, it makes me angry. Like, damn it. If we would have... If bad refereeing in the MLS would not have given a really bad yellow card... To those guys, mm-hmm. they would have played in the weekend, and they would not have played ninety minutes against the back on Tuesday. Yeah,
1: blame blame it on the referee. No, but it's it's just like a, <laughs> oh, yeah. a couple of
0: different chain effect, chain reactions that yeah. makes that this game on Tuesday is going to be harder for Montreal. Oh, of the big travel, coast to coast, three days after, like not even two days after a game, and the game's three days after a big game at home, physical game against Columbus. It's going to be very hard. I want yep. my one-one is what I see. I still have a bad feeling, but the one-one, I would be really happy with that.
1: Yeah, that would be good. Okay, I agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Rafael from Soccer Plus, thank you very much for being on the Woodworks again.
1: It's been a pleasure, thanks.
0: My pleasure. And you can read Rafael's articles on SoccerPlus.ca and follow Rafael on Twitter at Raf444. See you right back after this break. So thank you again to Raphael LaRoxia for that great interview. So don't forget tonight, CONCACAF Champions League. Not just the impact, but there's a plethora of games to watch. And today, if you're not working, don't have school, basically, if you're just a footy, then watch all the Champions League games today, tomorrow, CONCACAF Thursday as well. And then it starts MLS again. Oh, this season has begun. EPL as well. Footy crazy all over my mind. Can't handle it. Overload. Just kidding. I'm fine. (laughs) So don't forget to watch all those games. And cheer for your Montreal Impact. If you don't have any plans tonight, go to Frappé on Saint-Laurent. A little... Just over Prince Arthur. North of Prince Arthur. On Saint-Laurent. Café Frappé. Go with Diochas to get... A true experience of what a game on the road should be. Go watch that game. Otherwise, if you don't have TV or Spa, it's on Sportsnet 1 and Sportsnet World. For the two people with me that have Sportsnet World in this city. Alright, so thank you very much for your listening to After What Works. Number 40 today, O.A.G.I.R.O it's a champion's edition thank you very much for listening to this podcast you can get this show on itunes don't forget to rate and review our show we appreciate all the stars you give us you can listen to this show as well on stitcher radio if you're an android any other device even iphone you can get the stitcher radio app and widget and players for your computers and your tablets So you can listen to off to works and to many great shows as Soccer Plus and Kufran. And all those great podcasts are available as well on Stitcher Radio, FeedBurner, Podbean, any RSS apps. Thank you for listening to this. If you have any questions, you have comments, you have whatever you would like to talk about soccer, football. If you have uh, suggestions about movies, great movies about football or soccer, Documentaries, fiction movies. Email the titles or on Twitter my way. It would be fun to have a a little movie review on Afterwoodworks Works about soccer movies. And no, I don't want to see bended like Beckham. Okay, we're talking about real footy movie, like the history of football. Those that thirteen hour documentary. Those are the kind of movies I want you to email my way to uh, so we can spread the knowledge of the beautiful game. In this beautiful part of this beautiful world. <laughs> Twitter at Off the Woodworks with an X always. Email off Woodworks at Hotmail.com. Facebook at Off the Woodworks. Thank you very much for listening to this. I'm Kevin Lagami. Have a great Champions League and have a great soccer.